This is the Easy Living Yards Podcast. I'm Ben Hale, your resourceful host. Let's jump in and learn how to have a healthy, beautiful yard with less work so you can enjoy more time doing what you love. What's up and welcome to episode 59 of the Easy Living Yards podcast. Today we're talking about how to start landscaping on a budget. Now if you're listening to this episode soon after it comes out, we're talking about mid-March right now. We're jumping up on towards spring weather, uh, depending upon what part of the states or part of the world you're in. If you're in the southern hemisphere, you're talking a lot of different things. But let's focus on the northern hemisphere for now. Um, we're coming up on spring here pretty soon. And... You know, this is a great time to really start thinking about our landscaping projects for the year. And if you'd like a landscape installation or a project, you know, done by fall, this is the time to start right now. This is the time to start your planning, to get things done, to figure out your plans so you can purchase your plants and so you can start your installation. Uh, hopefully you start your installation before you purchase your plants as well, which we'll get into with, you know, some of the nitty gritty details of how to work on a landscaping project. So today's episode is inspired and you know this week and next week's episode is inspired by a question I got from one of our podcast listeners and so I wanted to share that with you right now is there's always the option to ask me a question if you have a question about your project um, or you know some specific question or a broader question like today's question uh, you can go over to ely.how slash pod and right at the top of the page, there's a big button there that says ask a question. And so you always have the opportunity to ask me a quick question and get some help on your project. I'd love to help you out. So just make sure you do that if you have any questions uh, like today's listener. And so I want to share this question from Joe from Georgia. Joe just recently moved to Georgia uh, and uh, he has some questions about his landscape. So let's jump in and ask about that right now. So Joe asks, what are some good tips for starting landscaping on a budget? I just moved to a new house from Indiana to Georgia. The house I bought has absolutely nothing done to it. I'd like to know some affordable plants that pack a punch to get me started. Also, I still need to create some garden beds before I start planning for plants. Great idea, Joe. There are so many great sources out there for landscaping but touching on the subject with the wallet in mind is unfortunately a bit harder to come across. Loving the podcast, I can really feel the passion you have in the industry. Keep up the good work. Joe, thanks so much for this detailed question. And I also followed up with Joe uh, on a few details so I could really help him out specifically. He really asked some awesome questions, which I hope to sh touch on for the show today because I, I anticipate that maybe some of you also have similar questions and would love to understand how to start landscaping on a budget. Now, I want to touch on a couple things, too, with Joe's question. Thanks for the compliments, Joe. I really appreciate the fact that you enjoy the podcast. That's really helpful for me. It's encouraging for me to hear from you guys uh, whether or not you're enjoying it or, you know, things you'd like to hear uh, changes and that sort of thing. So um, thanks for the feedback, Joe. And also, you know, you said uh, that uh, you can really feel the passion I have in the industry. And thank you for that. I do have a lot of passion. And I, I wanted to clarify, just in case you didn't know, that this is not my full-time job. So I actually have a full nine-to-five job on top of, you know, 
this podcast and the Easy Living Yards brand and what we do here, uh, which keeps me pretty busy in life, of course. But the reason I do this is is so I'm kind of like an industry outsider, I guess. I did, didn't want you to think, you know, I was like a full-time landscaper or anything. So I, this is my this is my passionate side hustle. I guess you could call it that, right? And um, the reason I've jumped into this is because I do love landscaping. I especially love ecologically designed landscapes and low maintenance landscapes. A lot of times low maintenance is synonymous with eco-friendly. And so that might turn some of you off, but the reality is eco-friendly landscaping, low maintenance landscaping can be very beautiful. And that's really what I like to share on this show is how you can create your own landscapes that are low maintenance, budget friendly, as we'll talk about today, and also good for the environment and, you know, part of the broader landscape, as I like to call it. And so I'm not really the, the industry, um, but uh, thank you for, for, you know, considering me part of this such. I guess kind of I am, right? And so, but this isn't my full-time hustle. And, um, and so this is kind of me diving into this space. And I just want to be open and honest in case you guys, you know, think that might be... Um, not clear enough, I guess. So I want you to know that I am a DIY landscaper. I have a huge passion in the area. I've done a ton of self-education in the area of DIY landscaping and landscape design, landscape architecture. And so that's where my knowledge and my background comes from, is from just diving into this subject with a huge amount of passion that uh, hopefully shows through on the podcast. So, um, Thanks, Joe, for your question. Let's jump in today to answer your question and to really talk about how to start landscaping on a budget. The first thing I want to share is that when it comes to any project, really, there's a balance that needs to be struck between multiple things. And with specific focus on landscaping, I think there's two buckets of where there needs to be a balance. The first is in resources. So when it comes to resources, Where you focus your landscaping efforts is a balance of time, money, and effort. So if you think about it, you can save a lot of money by spending more time on doing something or stretching a project out over time. Or, you know, you might also have to increase your effort in that regard. Likewise, if you want to have less time, you might spend more effort up short to get things done or, you know, more effort to recruit people or, uh, and, and, or more, you know, invest more money to get the project done faster too. So basically there's a balance between these factors and likewise the amount of research you do uh, into, into your project or, you know, what sort of professional help you seek toward your project as well. So there's a balance of resources that needs to be considered and what's most valuable to you and what are the limits for each of those buckets. Likewise, there's a balance of design. So when it comes to landscape design, you want to balance your beauty, function, and comfort. There might be some others in there, but these are ones that I came up with right now. And and so if you think about it, you know, the more focus you put on function, sometimes you sacrifice the focus on beauty or comfort. And likewise, you know, you want to make sure your functional needs are met. That's the first and foremost. And so sometimes that does come at the sacrifice of a certain design style that you prefer. Um, likewise, if you, you know, you're, you're adamant on a certain beauty aspect, you might sacrifice a little bit of your function. Your functional needs still might be met, but maybe not in the purely functional way, right? So you might want a more beautiful landscape that's not as functional, but it's still beautiful and it works. 
Okay, so that's just some things I want to preface this episode with. And like I said, the next episode is going to be cost-saving strategies for landscaping. So today is is kind of how to manage your whole project on a budget. Next one is going to be talking about specific cost-saving strategies. Uh, and so I'm going to preface the next episode with the same parameters that there's a balance to be struck with landscaping, with the resources and also with the design. And so that's really important. And that's why I'm talking about today and next episode. So these kind of in tandem episodes based on Joe's question. So awesome question, Joe. Let's keep jumping in. All right. So first, I'm going to say that you want to start with a plan. So many projects are started kind of hodgepodge. You just say, okay, I really want to, you know, fix up my landscape. And people jump in or dive in with, you know, thinking about the plants. And as Joe mentioned in his question, he really wanted, he realized that um, he needs to create some garden beds before start planning for plants. That is absolutely correct. That you need to plan out first what's going to happen and what, how to start the right conditions before you start thinking about plants. That's very important. Likewise, from a design standpoint, you want to start thinking about how to design the space both functionally and aesthetically before you think about specific plants. The plants are kind of like the it's like the um, it's like the paint, I guess, on your artwork. So first, you figure out what your art looks like, how you're gonna. Do- <laughs> I'm I'm not an artist, so this is probably a bad analogy. But basically, you you figure out what picture you're gonna draw first, right? And you might even sketch it out with a pencil, sketch out your outlines. The last thing you're doing is you're actually putting the specific paint and the specific color with a specific brush onto your artwork before you finish it. So so plants are very similar where you're selecting your plants specifically uh, kind of like the last step. Everything else comes before that. So your functional needs um, and and then also your your structural design preferences with plants and then understanding your ecological conditions before you select plants that fit that condition. That's a really important piece when it comes to low maintenance landscaping, which I've talked about in previous shows. So Okay, back to the point at hand, which is start with a plan. Don't put the cart in front of the horse. Don't go out and buy some plants and then figure out where they're going to go. Instead, you want to plan first. So episode 43, I really go into deep details on this process with how to design like a pro. So that's episode 43. I have a bunch of episodes I'm sharing with you today. In case you want to do this process for free, you know, I have all these episodes available on the podcast for free just so you can get started and, you know, make progress on a budget, right? So that's why I have this podcast available for free because there's a ton of free, valuable information in this podcast that I've shared in order for you to get started with your landscaping projects. So, The other thing that's free is planning. Planning costs nothing. If you're doing it yourself, you can plan, you can revise your plan, you can keep revising your plan for absolutely free. Now, yes, this does take time, this does take effort, and it also takes a little bit of practice to really get good at uh, putting putting together a good plan. But it's free, all right? So this is something you can do. Instead of binging on Netflix, you can sit down with a piece of paper, sketching out some things. You can even use a whiteboard just to get some concepts in place to really start your planning process. Now, when you're planning, let's get into it. I'm trying to make today not too detailed. I'm trying to cover the topics and then refer you to some shows that we've already touched upon some of these subjects. But 
I can't help but get into a couple details, right? I can't help it. All right, so we're going to prioritize our needs. All right, so this is a few detailed examples of what to do with a plan. So first, you want to figure out your functional stuff, all right? One of the most important pieces of your functions are your access. So access is really important. How do you traverse across your landscape? So when you're coming into your landscape, how do you access your home from the street? So you probably have a driveway, right? Most of us do at least. So how you access your home from the property boundary is really important. And it's often an overlooked piece or, you know, kind of an afterthought when your house was built. And it's really important to understand and address, does your access to your home maybe take away from your overall experience? This is something you do multiple times a day, right? You, you exit and you enter your home multiple times a day. So how you do it is really important. And it's worth focusing on whether or not this need is appropriately met before thinking about anything else in your landscape. So that's a very important functional need that you need to consider. So focusing on other functional needs first, before you think about the design piece, before you make it pretty, you got to make it work. All right. Next, think about when you're prioritizing your needs, think about what are your most used spaces? What is the place you visit the most? What space do you cross the most? What space do you relax in the most? What space do you like to experience the most? Those might help you prioritize where you focus your efforts. Next, when you're prioritizing your needs, consider what works. What works right now in your landscape? What should you maybe keep the same or what should you maybe enhance? If you like it already, can you make it even better or can you expand it further across your landscape? What doesn't work? Next, what do you love? What do you love about your landscape? There's always something that's working, something that you enjoy. Likewise, what do you hate? What can't you stand about your landscape? And that maybe is the stuff you want to just diminish, remove, shield, block, whatever. And so these can be inspiration for figuring out what can help bring you the most joy out of your landscape. And you focus on what creates the biggest impact first, both from a functional standpoint as well as a design standpoint. Okay, so the functional piece, again, is things like access and things like storage. And th- and I go into a lot of other details about this in some of the other episodes that I'll talk about today. So, so focus on those episodes instead of me getting into the details here so we can get through as much as possible today without making this a three-hour show. Okay, you guys can tell I'm excited about this. I do really want to make sure that you can design a good quality landscape on a budget because let's face it that's part of the reason why a lot of us do diy landscaping the reason part of the reason you're doing it yourself is because you want to save some money and that's totally reasonable okay but when we're doing it ourselves sometimes we can get ourselves into a bind sometimes we can create more work or create some ugliness that uh, you know otherwise shouldn't be there or, or wouldn't be there and so that's really where doing DIY the right way is very important. And so that's what I want to help you with here. Okay, so, all right, back on topic. So we're prioritizing our needs because we're starting with a plan. That's where we're at right now, right? So we're starting with a plan. Planning costs nothing. Prioritize our needs. Focus on function first. Consider some of the things you love and dislike about your space. And then once you've prioritized everything, start with your top priority. And the other piece I want to put in here that might influence our top priority is the the most value you can add 
from a resale standpoint to your home is redesigning your front entry. So that foundation planting, that front entry garden is the most bang for your buck. Okay, so this is what we just did with our landscape. I've documented it. It's what's used for the as a basis for all of the courses in the membership that we just opened up. And this project that we did on our house, the total investment we made both. So this was to to completely remove the sidewalk and replace it with a nice, broad, beautiful sidewalk. So a bunch of concrete work plus a a pretty decent sized garden that went around our front foundation and that entry walkway. So we enhanced our access. We enhanced our beauty. Again, that goes back to these prioritizing the needs, right? So we took care of the access first and then we did the beauty part. Well, so this whole project cost us $2,000. Okay. It might seem like a lot when it comes to gardening, right? But let's face it. These $2,000 that we invested, if we use the designer to do this project, to do the design work, just the design piece would have added probably another $1,000 to the project, maybe more. If we wanted the design plus the install, we're talking additional few thousand dollars. So total, the design plus the install, it would probably have cost us at least $5,000 for this project. Instead, we spent $2,000 on it, okay? we It might have even been more than that. So some of that work, you can get it done very well and very professionally, but the trade-off is it costs money. It goes back to that balance we were talking about. So this $2,000 project that would have cost probably 5000 even more if we had it done for us, this project likely boosts our property value between five and $10,000, just this small garden project. So that's how impactful your front entry garden redesign can be. So when it comes to thinking about all this prioritization, think about that as well. If you want to boost your resale value, that can be a major factor for a lot of people with their landscaping. So if you want to boost your resale value, the biggest impact is that front entry garden. Okay, next piece, the last piece I have about starting with a plan is start small and start with what you can handle. So again, start small and start with what you can handle. So pick a small project first, especially if you're a little bit intimidated with this, and then go bigger as you add confidence across your landscape. Okay, so if you're not ready to tackle your front entry garden, maybe you consider tackling just a little mailbox garden right at the front of your driveway if you have one of those driveway mailboxes. Okay, so start small, then move on. Okay, let's move on from there. So aside from planning, the next piece I have is just a couple tips and also a resource about design. So when it comes to design, first check out episode 5 where I talk about design basics for your yard. This covers the fundamentals of design so you can understand what you should look at when you're thinking about the blank slate of your landscape so you can start fresh and think about what are the things, what are the ways you can enhance your landscape from a good design perspective. Use these concepts, see these broad concepts on a broad scale across your landscape. So you're looking at your landscape as a whole when you're thinking about design concepts. 
Now, when you're talking about your specific projects, and now you're narrowing down to, say, your front entry garden or your mailbox garden, the two that we talked about today, right? When you're thinking about that, now you're getting specific. Now you're talking about specific design things, about how you group your plantings and what plants you select for what, you know, small space across your design. So now you're talking when you're talking about by space or by function. So a front entry garden is a space, your mailbox garden is a space, or your side, you know, your side walkway is a function. And when you're talking about those specific spaces is when you get specific about your design. So that's when you're starting to now specifically look at how many plants per your space and what type of plants. And those, you know, again, aren't specific plants yet. So once you determine, you know, what type of plants, maybe how many, then you're drilling down to, okay, what what actual species of plant am I talking about? And maybe what are the environmental conditions that I need to, to match a plant to that space? Okay, so now we're getting specific. But when you're talking about a broad scale, you're saying, okay, I want a clump of plants here that, you know, is tall and maybe about this wide and about this tall. And I maybe want, you know, four or five plants, not really sure yet. Or maybe it's one big plant that kind of fills that space, right? And then you're over here, you want a general ground cover and just a couple spots of color maybe or something like that. So those are your broad scale concepts. And then when you're getting specific on your small space or function, that's when you say, okay, I need three plants here that are maybe, um, you know, like a small shrub or herbaceous perennial. And they're going to give me some color, uh, you know, May to June, and it needs to have, it needs to be adaptable to clay soil. Uh, and it gets, you know, three hours of sun in the afternoon. And it, you know, it has to be able to tolerate drought. Then you can go and select your plants. And so that's where, from a design standpoint, when you're thinking broadly, you know, it can be overwhelming because you're thinking, how many, you know, how can I actually design this stuff with your plants? But the reality is plants are the last piece, right? Again, it's the paint, right? It's everything else. The planning piece goes first and figuring out how your artwork looks before you start painting. Likewise, right now we're just thinking conceptually. How does our landscape, what do we want out of it? How should it look? What's the general layout? Then when we're talking about the small scale project, once we've determined our priorities is when we start to drill down in that stuff. So again, check out episode five to to really understand some design concepts for that broad scale design piece. And then we can drill down on our project. So the next piece is to install in phases. Okay, so this is when we've we've figured out our priorities. We've got a broad design concept in place for our property. But now we've selected our top priority projects and we're going to install it. Now, like like the installation piece, this is a multifaceted process, right? So you have your hardscape elements like borders, walkways, um, concrete or cobblestone or, you know, that sort of thing, patios. Those are your hardscapes, uh, retaining walls, exact things like that. Uh, a grading, okay? Grading is you know not necessarily a hardscape element, but it's those pieces that need to be in place before you even think about planting, okay? So so that's where you're you're doing your installation in phases, okay? You do you handle what you can as you can, both from a time, effort, and budget standpoint, okay? So. Really, when it comes to this preparation process, I've really mapped it out for you in episode six. 
So this is going, we got some throwback episodes here, but they're really valuable. And so this episode talks about what to do before starting a project. All of these shows I'm talking about are available in the links in the show notes. So uh, a lot of podcast apps, basically as it's playing, you can just scroll down and you'll see the show notes. If you can't see them there, all you have to do is go to ely.how slash episode 59. And that'll take you to the show notes for this show. And all those links I've talked about today are available there. And I'll repeat it again at the end of the show, just in case you forget. All right. So, so when it comes to the installation piece, check out episode six to understand step-by-step what to do before starting a project. Next, we're going to plant in phases. When it comes to the planting stage, you don't have to throw in all your plants exactly at the same time. For one, it might not be the healthiest thing for your plants. And, and two, you just might not be able to afford it. Or three, you might not have the time for it as well. So again, you just, just take the bites, the chunks from your project as you can. Okay, so when it comes to selecting these plants, I want to highlight episode nine, where I talk about the right plants for your space. This is this episode goes into the details of how to select the correct plants, which is really important when it comes to designing a low maintenance landscape. And remember, low maintenance landscapes are synonymous with being less expensive, being budget friendly. It means you're not replacing your plants as often because they're unhealthy means not having to baby your plants as often because they're unhealthy. It means not having to irrigate or fertilize them, which requires a lot of effort and money. So really determining the right plants for your space is really important when you're thinking about landscaping on a budget. So the last piece, when we're planting in phases, we're installing in phases, the risk we run is having weed problems. Okay, if we leave bare soil we're going to have weed problems. So there's a way to solve for this. And that is making sure your space, for one, you don't start too much at once. So you're doing your installation in phases where you're not disrupting your landscape too much at once. And for the parts that are disrupted but not completed, that you're covering them to prevent weed problems. And then the the most beautiful way to do this that's easy and very low cost is using mulch think about it. a lot of people use mulch a lot anyway as kind of like a aesthetic piece to their landscape i don't think too much mulch is that nice but that's what a lot of people do anyway with their plants right now so what you can do is kind of use mulch as a placeholder to prevent weed pressure in your garden until you finish your project okay so that's just a tip there for your installation process as you're planting and you're installing in phases just to get a bunch of mulch and use it in your landscape. Now, the the other thing too is you can a lot of local tree services have their wood chip mulch that they'll if you contact them they'll just dump a whole giant truckload on your driveway, which you might like, you might not. But we use it a lot in our landscaping work here is it from, you know, anywhere beyond 5 feet away, it looks great. When you get close up, yeah, you'll see little bits of sticks or little bits of, you know, dried leaves and stuff in it but but really it's not a negative from an aesthetic standpoint unless you really wanted you know that red mulch or that really dark brown mulch which is actually unhealthy for your soil so if if you want to build your soil health which makes you a beautiful low maintenance landscape consider just getting wood chip mulch which is absolutely free in most locations or very inexpensive to acquire so just consider that especially as a weed prevention as you're installing your landscape in phases. Okay, so on to my last piece about 
designing and installing a landscape on a budget. That is, do it the right way the first time. And this is something, you know, a lot of us don't think about is, is really, this is a huge saver when it comes to time, effort, money, and stress. Because think about it, I'm sure all of us have failed at something before. Admittedly, I've failed once or twice in my life with a couple things. And when I do, it takes a lot of effort to redo it, okay? The reality is, when you learn how to do something the right way the first time, it saves a ton of effort, a ton of stress, and generally a ton of money as well. And so I'm highlighting episode 10 here, which is how to start a new garden bed. This will help you learn how to start your garden bed the right time to reduce weed pressure, to get the best plants for the space, and to get them started on the right foot as best possible. Cheaper and faster is not always better. And really what I'm learning <laughs> in my old age here is is that in reality, a lot of times cheaper and faster is is worse. Okay, so so spending the effort to and really putting in the right amount of of uh, investment because that's what it is. It's not cost. This is investment. You're investing and doing things the right way the first time. Okay, and that's different than cost. Okay, cost is a an expense that doesn't return on itself. At least in my perception, an investment is an expense that does return on itself. And here the return is you're doing it the right way to not have to continually spend a cost on something to keep replacing it, either costs monetarily or effort-wise or time-wise, okay? So we're creating a beautiful low-maintenance landscape that needs very little work once established and very little time to, to maintain and very little cost to, to keep it healthy or replace uh, plants that don't work, okay? So so that's why doing it the right way the first time is really a great thing. So low maintenance and durable designs are less expensive, both from a time standpoint and a money standpoint. And so this is where all of these free resources on the podcast are meant to help you to do it the right way the first time. So again, check out the show notes, ely.how slash episode 59. And again, you can check them out if you probably in your podcast app, you can just scroll down, find all these links to these previous shows I've talked about. Now, likewise, doing it the right way the first time, if you really want specific help, the membership, the courses in the membership walk you through step by step, even more specifically with course videos to show you how to do this process. And again, these are with specific examples from our landscape that we just redid our front landscaping on how to do this process end to end from the concept phase all the way to finishing the installation and maintaining your landscape. So if that sounds like it's helpful to you, remember, this is an investment to do it the right way the first time in your landscape. So you can check out the, the membership over at ely.how slash membership, and there's a link in the show notes. So that's help you, to help you do it the right way the first time. And when you need specific support, I'm right there in the membership community helping you out with answers as you ask them to get you help specifically on your project. This is the best time of year to really get started on your project if you want to have it completed by the end of the summer or early fall. This is the time right now to get started with with doing the design piece because it does take time to do all this planning work to do it the right way the first time. 
So with that, guys, I hope this show has been helpful. Joe, thanks so much again for the question. We'll get into some more specifics next week on specific cost-saving strategies for your landscape. In the meantime, check out the links in the show notes, all these episodes. There's a boatload of value there. And if you really want specific help, check out the membership as well. Guys, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you live with passion and make tomorrow better than today.